Hello and welcome to the Dad and Barry podcast. As always, I am your host, Dad and Barry, aka Mike. Joining me this week is my lovely wife, Mom and Buried. Hello. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's been a minute, huh? As the kids say. It's been a minute. I don't know if that's supposed to mean a short period of time or a long period of time. I think it depends on the context. I think it's it's supposed to be a long period of time. No, well, you know what? It's been a minute. How about that? So this week, we're, I think it's like episode 105, maybe. We're going to be talking about the worst parenting advice you've ever received. We got a lot of input from people. There's a handful that are universally uh, reviled bits of parenting advice. I think that all of us have gotten one way or another. We're going to get into those um, in a few minutes. Um, do you remember any particularly bad advice you got? Like, don't marry that guy. That was some horrible advice. That wasn't exactly parenting advice. No, it was, it was actually my friend who said, go and meet yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad and Jen? Barry. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, said, go meet him. I wasn't Dad and Barry at that point. No, you're right. No, that was actually a fun aside. Like, I was thinking we were oh, apart. We are long... We were long distance yet. We no. lived in different cities. We weren't even... We, weren't, we didn't have a real relationship. We, we were just friends. And Casual friends. we met friends. once. And then we were supposed to, like, meet up for a date. We met once, it was just, it was fucking fireworks. Middle, and uh, I wasn't going to do it because I didn't want to, like, have a real relationship, and my friend knew that, so she was like, just do it, just go for it, just do it. And now look at this, Jen, I'm all married and shit, I have, like, two kids, and you blew it, Jen, Jen. seriously. Jesus. Two kids, a podcast, fucking absolute nightmare. That's why I said, speaking of those two (laughs) kids, they've been at each other's throats nonstop for the past few months. Somebody on here said... One of the worst pieces of advice they got was to have your kids all together, like just yeah, get it all out of the mm-hmm. way. Uh, we didn't do that. We have a five year gap, um, mm-hmm. and it was it was pretty good for a while. Like when you have oh, a five year old and a baby, a and like a seven year old and a toddler, and you can just the seven year old can kind of fend for himself. It was actually that worked out pretty it's well. It's not good, good anymore. Even um even when we were all like stuck at home last year during the pandemic, everyone mm-hmm. was remote. We were all here. I was impressed by how much like the nine year old. Yeah. And, like, the four-year-old were playing together, like, even to, despite their disparities. And but we were the thinking, minute, but we, you know, we were both, like, we, we, we fell into it. And we were thinking, like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe we won't have this sibling rival thing. Maybe the five-year gap will prevent that from happening. And then once you put that thought out into the universe, it's like the reverse secret. Yeah. Boom. It was a reverse jinx. Boom. All of a sudden. Absolutely They screwed. can't stand each other. Um Actually, no, the little one worships the older one, and the older one can't stand the little one, which I think is the way it goes. You know, it's funny because I have sibling five years younger and one six years older, and yet I didn't see this coming. I mean, I guess... Well, you had... Well, I guess you did. There was a big gap between your oldest and you. I literally just said this. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. attention. I wasn't listening. I had a sister that was five years younger and a sister that was six years older. I can't believe your parents kept going. I know. And then they had, guys, they had three, they had... Two more after, two more the, after sis, that. the younger sister, yes. Yeah. So, so, like, I have total. one seven years younger and nine years younger. Like, they just kept going. That being said, again, built-in babysitters. You get those five We guys. haven't gotten to that no. portion yet. So, our 10-year-old cannot yet babysit for a five-year-old. That's it. Three years? I guess it depends on where we're going and what we're doing. The like we point, can't go down to hedonism because that's like a long weekend and you can't leave the kid alone for that long. But we can go to like I mean, if you're, scores for if, the night. If you're going to hedonism, do you care anymore? It's <laughs> called hedonism. Yeah. You're just going to go. That's true. Um, but I do remember that 
when I was in sixth grade. Mm -hmm. Like, my sister was really nice to me for a long time. But by the time she was a teenager, she was fucking done. That's how it goes. Well, that's just because she was done with everybody but herself. Yeah. That's what and happens then, to um, teenagers. And then I was real mean to her. And then I started taking it out on my younger sibling. That's shit rolls downhill. Yeah. Shit, shit rolls downhill. That's <laughs> what happens. So, I, Mom and Barry is mean to me. So, I'm mean to the 10-year-old. The 10-year-old is mean to the 5-year-old. This is not true. It is true. You're pretty mean. You could be pretty hurtful sometimes. Like when I like when I haven't got my hair cut in a while. Well, or when I put on that cut. stupid do-rag thing that I got from Chowder Head. See my you new hat? Got this new Fenway how hat stupid it from Chowder Head. Well, I'm not a do-rag guy, but you know what? It looks all right. I can it pull it off. Not, I just guys. don't. It's just not my thing. Guys. Got to thank Chowder Heads. It's a Chowder okay. with, with a C-H-O-W-D-A-H-E-A-D-Z. Check them out. Follow them if you're a Red Sox fan or a Boston fan. Lots of this. Hot swag. No, send me actually, some stuff. I'm excited. You didn't tell me you were going to be shouting them out because they sent me a hat too, and I have to say, I, had a, I got a, a Fenway coaster here. Chowder heads. I was talking. Hold on, right there. Chowder heads. And I got a hat just like <laughs> hey, this. Excuse me. I I'm not. Even, my hair is not camera ready. I look even cuter in it, guys. Look. You though. do look good in hats. I've always said that to you, and you refuse to wear them. No, I'm recently getting into that. So. So that was some advice I that. gave her. I said, "You look good in hats. You should wear them more often." And she ignored it, even though I was correct and it was great advice. So what we're going to be talking about tonight? You see that fucking segue? I've been doing 100 episodes of this. I'm fucking amazing at really it. Really clunky at best. No, it was not. It was seamless. We're doing worst parenting advice you've ever gotten. I can't really remember some of these. I've definitely gotten, um, especially like the the big five at the top, which we're going to get into. Um, it is pretty annoying. Probably so. So the one of the reasons I had this idea was Memorial Day a few years ago, when we only had the one kid. We were at my brother's friend's house, and they're mm -hmm. having like a cookout. I can't believe this hasn't come. And this dude doesn't have kids, or someone there I was talking to doesn't have kids, and he starts telling me like what you need to do and how you discipline and how you handle this shit. I'm like, buddy, at best you're a fucking fun uncle. Like, you you, you bring, take the kids to the zoo for three hours, you give them a hot dog, maybe they sleep over, you give them, you know, some Cocoa Krispies. Of course, of course it was easy. Of course you had a good time. Then you got to hand the kids back off. Parenting is not short spurts. It's a sprint. It's 18, 30, yeah. 40 years of you having to take care of your kids. Like, I'm 40, my parents are still taking care of me. I'm a bit of a disaster, so it's, a, you know, an exception, obviously. But I'm just saying... This kid, the, the worst kind of parenting advice you could get is parenting advice from childless people. That's yeah, not what this is about. There's not worst. that many childless people. I'm sorry, child-free people. And I like child-free people. Just don't tell me how to parent my kid. I don't even know how to parent my kid. And he's my kid and I parent him every day. Why would you know? You don't. So that's the worst kind of advice. But that we didn't get any else. of that. We didn't get any of that because there's didn't... not that many child-free people who listen. Um, although or follow there me are. I mean, or they some. come out yeah. and it's fun. Um well, we then, were simpatico because I trash kids a lot and they trash kids a lot. So, like, the Venn diagram of child-free people and the buried's is – there's some overlap. Yes, you would think. Although, sometimes then, people you know, love, people in your close inner circles, family, friends, you know, all of a sudden, they just do the kind of shit that you say is the most obnoxious thing of all time. Let's move on. All right. So, we're going to get into worst parenting advice you've ever gotten. We're going to get into that right after the break. All right.
right, so tonight on the Dad and Buried podcast, I'm joined by Mom and Buried. We're going to be talking about the worst parenting advice um, our listeners have gotten or that we've gotten. Like I said, I haven't gotten a ton of it. The worst I've gotten is like from child-free people that don't know what they're talking about, which is which is very, very obnoxious. Um, sometimes you get it from family members. We do have some examples here from in-laws and from moms from different generations and stuff where they're they're saying some some wacky stuff. I believe I may have cut you off when you were going to trash some of our friends and family for their bad advice. <laughs> no, no. Um, I was just going to say sometimes it's funny because everyone, you know, you know our personalities, you know. You know, kind of how we do it. And then sometimes, you know, we do encounter people that We're like judgy. to know us, you know, who actually that we feel like we know pretty good. And all of a sudden they'll like th- slide some judgy mm-hmm. shit in and I'll be like, excuse me. I mean, have we met? Clearly not enough. Clearly not. Well, you know I what? Mean, In the pandemic, shit elsewhere. <laughs> we haven't been hanging out with people a lot. Maybe, maybe they haven't either. They've lost some of their socialization skills. Things will get back to normal as the world gets back to normal, which <laughs> thank you, who- science. It is getting there. We're around the corner. Yes, thank you, Knock science. Wood. Anyone who thinks they're a better parent after living through a fucking pandemic, <laughs> trapped yeah. with your family, mm-hmm. talk to me. Yeah. Give yeah. me tips. And I'll assume your family's no. buried somewhere I'm in the I'm going to say the opposite. But if you think you're a better parent at any point, and especially after pandemic, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear about it. It's bullshit or you're the worst. Regardless. <laughs> or maybe both. So before we get into the topic, I want to remind everybody... That you can uh, you can rate, well you can listen to us wherever you listen to us. You can rate us on Apple. We could use some more reviews. We'd appreciate that. Follow us both on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I got TikTok. I don't use TikTok enough, but you know what? I'm always looking for ideas. So you want to shoot me one spitball? Dancing. Sorry. I don't. Dancing. We've talked about this before. I, my dancing is too fire. I can't. I don't want to upstage all the tweens and the teens oh, on there. It's too fire. It's too fire. I, I got all the lingo tonight. Um, yeah, you can catch me on my blog, um, and please subscribe, like, tell your friends, all that kind of stuff. You can even watch us on YouTube, so you can see my new Fenway hat from Chowderheads. Mom and Barry looking stylish as always. We kind of do like the opposite thing, where she dresses nice and I don't. Pretty much what we do in daily life. I mean, I have on like capri yoga pants on the bottom half. I, I have put uh, athletic shorts. Minimal effort in, and yet. Every time we are setting up to record, she's like making sure she looks good and the lighting is good. And I'm like, nobody watches the YouTube, which is true. That's fine. I, I want it to continue that way. So we stop talking about it. Anyway, you can find um. us on YouTube and comment <laughs> under individual episodes. But please like and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen and Guys, tell your friends. that's huge. If you like us, subscribe, comment, like. Right? Comment. Give me some shit. I don't care. Or DM me Review. if you want. I mean, those things go a long way in this stupid podcast they really universe. Do. That's they what really do. This guy keeps telling me, I don't fucking know. I don't even listen to I, the I, show. Look, clearly, I don't know anything about podcasting. I'm just amazing at segues. Speaking of, I don't uh, even have one for this. Yeah, so we're no, talking about worst parenting advice you've ever gotten. And we're going to start with a handful of, of the biggest, most common ones where kind of these are this is stereotypical advice that every parent who's been a parent for even two weeks has has gotten. And, and a lot of the comments that we got this week has always I post the topic and the question or I frame the topic as a question with an Instagram so we can get some of your feedback. Without that, the show wouldn't exist. So we're going to run through a bunch of those. But by far, the most popular ones we're going to run through at the top. A lot of people sent these in. So the first one, maybe the most obnoxious one is uh, sleep when the baby sleeps. Fuck you. So somebody said something <laughs> interesting um, that they also got um, feed. What was it? 
I can't find it right now, but we'll find it at some like point. Eat when the baby eats. Yeah, something like eat when the baby. Or so no, feed the kids at this. Or no, it was feed the kids at separate times. So if you have two young kids or twins or something, they got the advice that was um, have one on one time with each kid. So feed one kid at a time, so you can have that one on one bonding time. And he was like, cool. what? What, what am I supposed the other to eat? Kid doing? What am I supposed to sleep? Yeah, who's taking care of that other kid? <laughs> other kid is just just destroying shit <laughs> somewhere might just completely die and fall down the stairs but you bond you bond you bond over the fact that the kid you're bonding with isn't gonna eat the fucking carrots it doesn't matter so this is the thing that the sleep with the baby sleep advice ignores is it ignores like other people's existence whether even your own right so like or like the world's existence if you're sleeping when the baby sleeps like who's doing the laundry Right? Like if you're a single parent, God forbid, that's, you know, more power to you. That's incredible. Um, or if you have a, a spouse that works and they're not at home after maternity leave, if they have it or paternity leave, which they probably don't because it's America, USA. Um, you're home alone a lot of times with the baby. And if you're sleeping when the baby sleeps, like who's dusting, right? Because yeah. God knows you love to dust. Yeah. And yeah. you would really be bereft or, if you didn't have the opportunity to dust. ladies. Who's fucking scrolling Instagram for one goddamn minute so they can have some sanity sanity in their lives? You know, I, I don't care what you're doing. You want to actually not be sitting around with a baby on your boob or on your lap with a bottle or whatever for like five freaking minutes. I did the sleep in the baby sleeps for probably the first five days. And those were the five days your mom visited to help with the baby. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Those were the days that I got to do that. And so, then the rest of them, nada. Well, because that's the thing. Once you have a kid, you are never alone again for the rest of your life. Um, and, and you're never, well, here's the thing. You're also never well rested again for the rest of your life. But as I've posted in several memes and every parent agrees with, the struggle is real in terms of we'll stay up too late. We have a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old, so they're not going to bed at 6. They're not napping all day long. It's not the same as a baby. But you wait for them to go to bed, and then even though you're exhausted, you're staying up for a few hours just to have that alone time because alone time becomes just as precious, if not more so, than that sleep that you're missing out on. So, no, you're not going to sleep. Imagine if we slept when our kids slept. Well, what would we do with it? We wouldn't have lives. We wouldn't be able to watch Mayor of Easttown. I have to say, so this is really funny. But like, well, I'll be the judge of that. Well, it's, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Melanie Just the Bostic. fact that it is universal. So, um, we, I was at the dentist the other day getting a filling or whatever. Sick. It was beautiful to be apart from the children. You had some alone well, time. <laughs> yeah. Was that actually that fun to stuff? That being said, um, I have like a very like conservative, religious, like Jewish family sort of doctor, right? Okay. I was, I was like, you, you're Jewish? I was like, no. what? You have a Jewish no, family? No, but it's like very like. Yeah. They don't work on the Sabbath, but yeah. he's super friendly. He... Amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, they're really um, good dentists. But they're also, like, very de devout. Um, Shouts to Dr. Rosencrantz. Yeah, and, and fam and everything, or whatever. But he's going on this tangent when I can't even talk, and he's like, yeah, I know. And then the weekends, you're thinking, hey, I don't have to go anywhere tomorrow, and you're just sitting up at night and be like... I, you know, I get some time alone. I'm just going to sit up here till 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing. And it was just so funny that I'm like, it's so universal 
that so many of us <laughs> even like, like the, the, the hardcore thing. religious people are still staying up partying you know, and he was like and you're not even drinking and you still feel hungover and i'm like well i was drinking <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> to be fair i was drinking like, speak for yourself dr rosencrantz <laughs> anyway guys a really great dentist cheerios i never know what he means when he's talking about cheerios around the gums the circular motion what does cheerios have to do with that i feel like because there's is, an o at the end this is too much cheerios? this is right, too much some dentist. inside uh dentist baseball there anyway so sleep when the baby sleeps is a really obnoxious one um so uh, sava sawa so sava is like a french thing where you maybe says that how you doing right that's not actually how they say it because joey tribbiani is italian sava come see come saw right how are you doing sava sure, i learned man. it in french it took a lot i'm really babbling now sava sawa said she made fun of the sleep when the baby sleeps advice by saying oh yeah and cook when the baby cooks guess what baby ain't, i hope your baby's not cooking <laughs> the baby Probably do a better job than me. Finally, the baby's going to give back a little bit and do a little right. cooking. Somebody else Jesus. said, and clean when the baby cleans. Guess what? Baby ain't cleaning. Cleaning out his bowels. Oh, gross. Up top. All right. So um, I don't know why we started with that one because these are maybe even bigger. So cherish every moment. If you've ever been to my Instagram page, you know goddamn well I don't. I barely cherish any moment, let alone every moment. Not every moment is cherishable. Am I right? Not every moment's cherishable. The time when, when we thought our toddler swallowed a pill and we had to bring him to the emergency room and he had to, he had to drink like a charcoal solution. We had to stay up with him all night to make sure that he, had, he hadn't actually swallowed it, but you panic so hard. He probably wasn't even two, right? Yeah. And when he was two, no, he, he swallowed two. a penny and then I had to sift through his diaper for a week to make sure, because <laughs> pennies have copper, a little bit of copper and it could have hurt him if it stayed in his intestines. So yeah, I didn't cherish that. I'm not cherishing the week of sifting through my son's fucking feces. All right? Get out of my face. I almost had a fucking heart attack with the with whole the pill, pill thing? incident. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. I wrote a blog post It wasn't Tylenol, it. guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it wasn't like cocaine. No, Does cocaine no, come no. in pill form? No, but I have MS. It's probably no... I'm sure it would have even been fine. Whatever. But you panic. Of panic. course you panic. A lot so of look, panic. I'm just saying, you know. Telling a parent, especially a new parent or a parent who's dealing with a tantrum or a parent who, who whatever, don't say cherish every moment. No, that's not how the world works. That's not how life works. Not every moment is great. And it's okay because the moments that suck make the moments that are great, great. You don't need to cherish the moments that suck. That's a very good way right? of putting it. Right? Like, that you can appreciate. I'm incredible. Thank you for noticing and recognizing it. Without the lows, you can't have the highs. If everything's in the middle all the time, it's actually pretty good. Even Steven, like Jerry Seinfeld, that's pretty good, right? But no, I like the highs. I love the highs. So I do think that right now we are struggling, though, with our 10-year-old who is cherishing no moments. Yeah, He's yeah, yeah. just... Focusing on the negative. All negative all the time. Like, I don't know where he gets that. He'll have... I know. <laughs> he'll have, like, the best day ever and then be like, oh... But you know what? Tomorrow's probably going to be bad. Yeah. He'll be like, like shit, I have no school reason. in three weeks. Yeah, exactly. For no reason <laughs> whatsoever. Like, tomorrow could also be another planned yeah. great day. But like, God damn it. In 20 years, I'm going to do my taxes. And then he's like, his day is ruined. Yeah. I his mean, Saturday in July as a 10-year-old is ruined because he's thinking about the potentiality of doing taxes in 30 years. There's not is, even going to be a planet in 30 years, buddy. Oh, he gets worried about the planet, too. Know, right? As well, he should, guys. Stop fucking with the planet. No. Seriously. Listen. Um, Including us. So I do think that sometimes you do have to be in the moment and cherish it and stuff. But telling someone to cherish the moment, yeah. that's like telling someone to calm down. Oh, it you works. want me to it calm down? I use that I'll from fucking time to time. calm down right now. You want me? 
Okay. It goes well, doesn't Please it? Don't calm down. Relax. Well. Just relax. It's just almost <laughs> oh. as good as calm down. Oh. All right. So another popular one was it goes so fast. What? No, it doesn't. None of this good. Look, it goes. It goes fast, right? The days are long, but the years are short, is what they say. It doesn't go that fast. What do you okay. think? You think it goes fast? I do. I do. And you know what? So. I wasn't on Instagram like at all for a long time yeah. when you were like I wasn't in that cliche sort of world. I wasn't seeing those things. All and, the stupid cliches. Yeah, like I'm just saying I wasn't hearing people telling me shit. Coffee like mug this. platitudes. Yes, right. And anytime I see a wall that says like, you know, a wall fucking sign that says like live, live laugh, laugh, love, love die I'm cry like, hate. Fuck you. Yeah. Anyway, so um I remember when we had munch and I was like getting the stroller into the, um, we lived in a building that had an elevator or whatever. And there was a mom Incredible. that had like, probably like kids that were like 10 years old and stuff. And she was just like, she'd see me every day. And she just one day said something. She was just small talking. Then she said to me for the first time that I had ever heard it. The days are long, but the years are short. And honestly hearing it that in that connotation really hit home. like it did hit home and now 10 years later it really hits home you know i have a kid going into middle school i have a kid going into kindergarten and i am that parent so desperate I for another baby need someone baby fever this one i don't know if it's baby fever but i wish there was still a little one around I wish there was still a little one. He's five. He's fine. Look, there's no, a lot of babies out there. Haven't you seen Raising up. Arizona? There's no little kids. We can grab one. Anymore. We can grab one. <laughs> Shut Anyway, so it goes so fast. It's really annoying to hear when you're in the throes of it or when, you, or when you're wishing it would go faster. When you're in the middle of the terrible twos, even though we didn't really have the terrible twos. When you're in the middle of something shitty, again, it's like cherish every moment. Like, I don't need to hear that. Like, you're not making anybody feel better when you say that. So what is the point? It's not even advice. I would say, like, in my situation, her saying that, it was the proper situation, okay. right? You know elevator. what I mean? Yeah. My kid wasn't fucking tantruming, and then she's like, hey, enjoy this. It goes fast. Mm -hmm, you know, right. then you just are like... Well, context matters, yes. right? There's a lot of that. So another one is, it's just a phase. Um, every parent knows that even if it is just a phase, it doesn't matter. It's meaningless. It's just, it's all, it's all one long phase. Everything, it's just the, the, the good parts shift, the bad parts shift, but it's all the same. Even you get rid of the, the one part of the phase, like if your phase is what? Like your kid doesn't eat, right? And then you get to the next phase and finally the kid start eating, but he doesn't sleep, right? You just trade one thing for the other. The hammer's been in a fire. I don't like the phase idea. Phase. <laughs> yeah, um, whole life. Yeah, I Hunger don't, strike. I don't think, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think the first time around, you do think it's a phase. Like, you well, can't just say every for parent knows. There's so many first, I think first time parents do not know. And we blindly listen to people of course, who yeah. said like, oh, it's a phase. And then you come up with these cute things like, oh, the terrible twos, mm -hmm. the like three majors, the FU fours. Mm -hmm. Guess what? They're all FU whatever's. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even matter. FU twos, FU threes, FU All of them. Really fucking fucking tens, I'll tell you that. That's what I learned right now. Um, it's just a phase, though. You're it's good. just a phase. It's just a phase. Cherish yeah. it. Yeah, next he's going to be a tween, and then that's the thing that happens on our um, comments all the time. People, whenever oh, you yeah. complain about your well, current yeah, well, age just of kids, wait. just you yeah. wait. That's, that's the worst. That's, that's the worst. advice that's, I hate. That's not advice. That's not advice. 
No, that's just a, threat. a threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a threat. So that's not cool, man. So uh, that's my complaint. A lot of these are kind of all, they all kind of link together. You're going to miss this is one. I'm not going to miss all of this, Karen. Okay. I'm not, I'm just not. And I wasn't calling people Karens. I'm saying her friend Karen constantly says you're going to miss. No, I'm just shut kidding. up. <laughs> she does not. But it's a really obnoxious thing to say, especially if you're in the middle of, like, and, and that's the thing. You never know what somebody's actually going through. The shit that you see is just a snippet, right? And if you're like, oh, you're going to miss this. You don't know. Two seconds ago, you know, the kid was rolling around on his own poop. And, like, I'm sure he's cute. And when he's 10, he's not going to be as cute. But I'm not going to miss this part where he, like, peed on my face while he's changing his diaper, right? So save it. You're not going to miss it all. Blow it out your ass, Uncle Roman. I... Love the little kid face. I'm going to miss a lot of this. I don't, like, I would take poopy diapers. Maybe not poopy diapers. Toddlers yeah, are good. Uh, why would toddlers you say are good. That? I'll take, you know, toddlers. <laughs> well, sometimes. Because toddlers can be, they are cute, though. No. Cute goes, um, the personality goes a I long way. And I actually liked babies, too. But, you know, it's a little yeah, different. Let's not go crazy about the babies. So, um, And I will miss that stuff. But, you know, you don't have to. Tell me. So you they, believe this all isn't this shit. even that's just not even advice. This no. is just fucking. Well, these were just signs. these were just Again, things that a lot of people find in the TJ Maxx. A lot of people commented a bunch of these things. And one of them was sort of like it's just a phase or it goes so fast. One of them is it gets it gets easier, it gets better. Again, not advice. It's it's sort of just like, you know, be cool, it will get better. No, it won't. Even if parts that get better, other parts get worse. Just like you. You think it gets worse as they get older. I think it gets better as they get older. Guess what? We're both right. You know what? We're both right. Okay. 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 You're welcome. Tell me. Okay. 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 Leo gets. Look back at like three-year-old Detective Munch you were obsessed with yeah. and 10-year-old Detective Munch you struggle with and tell me how it has gotten better. Well, we watched Terminator 2. We can have conversations about mythology and the Greeking Out podcast. If your kid likes mythology, check out that podcast. Um, you know, you can have conversations. It's interesting. It's fun. And most of them are really frustrating. It's annoying. And he's giving me sass back and it gets me really fucking angry. But you know what? There's some upsides. There's some upsides. Sure, but they had upsides there. So you're saying it got worse and I'm saying it gets better. Again, no, we're both I'm, right. It gets worse and better. Say... Every stage is better or worse. It depends. It's either. I'm just saying you acting like it's, oh, it's all better. Come on. You would kill for a toddler hug right now. You can't get a five-year-old hugging. I can't get a five-year-old hugging. Jesus, it's killing you. All right, so now we're going to get into some actual advice that, that, that people have heard. So My Peanut Adventures, who's a loyal listener, thank you, says that she heard, don't use the word no for your child. She said it they meant to say, they were saying redirect or reframe. Instead of don't run away from me in the store, say, in the store, we stay together. Good on paper, but in real life, in the moment, that's a no for you. She says, that's a no for me. She shouldn't be using the word no. She's contradicting that great advice. So I agree that there's a lot of people who have like these new agey techniques. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. It traumatizes your kid. You know what? In the moment when you're reacting to stuff, that's just not how parenting works, right? I don't care how ingrained one of these approaches is. In reality, I don't Have you ever met anybody who doesn't say the word no? Okay. I mean, spoiled kids, Maybe. But like reframing it and being like, oh, in the store we stay together. No, you don't. You can't control a kid like that. You just gotta get a leash. Especially the first time. Like, I mean, I try to frame things in a more positive way instead yeah. of like the nose. We all try. Um, but 
I was at a like toddler play group, I think when the hammer was like two and it was like a musical group, mommy and me shit. Mm -hmm. It's like nine in the morning. I'm, you know, I'm sitting there somewhat in a daze. It's like, Super I don't really hungover. know these people. I was not hungover. I don't really know these people. It's kind of like a drop in thing, but I don't know how this conversation comes up, but I'm talking to this other mom and she somehow says like, well, we don't say no. To... You just start laughing? No, I literally <laughs> remember snorting coffee out of my nose. Like, <laughs> it's just like. Good luck with that. Just like, holy shit, is that like for real? But, and I don't even know what it was. I think maybe like the kid, her kid was crawling towards like a dangerous area. And like the group leader was yeah. kind of being like, no, we don't do that. And she's just like, but we don't say no. And I'm like, okay, but again, it's a fireplace. Fun fact, so, that little kid was Donald Trump, Donald <laughs> Trump, our president, our former president. That's what happens when you don't kill a, tell a kid no. They grow up to be nar narcissistic fucking douchebags. Okay, anyway, bring it back All right, line. so another one. So we, we're starting, before we get into some, some rapid fire stuff, so another one that, that Bentini80 brought up, another loyal listener, and she loves to, to give feedback. Thank you, Bentini80. She says, the one that drives me most insane is that boys will be boys. Again, not exactly advice. But a frustrating thing to hear, especially in the modern day and, and age. And that's not, that's definitely not new agey. Like, no, I, no, no. I, well, I hate she says, that boys will be boys. She says, my mother-in-law says this constantly when my two boys act in any sort of hyper or aggressive manner. Sorry, but children of both genders need to know that certain behaviors are unacceptable. Exactly. Hashtag me too, right? That's why we have it. Men just think they can abuse power and they think they can get away with it because boys will be boys. It's been, you know, they've been allowed because of this stupid gender stereotypes forever. Guess what? Being an asshole is gender neutral, right? You don't just get to do whatever you want because boys will be boys. Well, Raise yeah. your kids I mean, better. Sure, you're applying it to like adults right now and obviously well, that's, that's where, where it, it starts. Goes. When that's your where it ends, yeah. right? Yeah. But, um, like I, tugging on somebody's pigtails or like abusing somebody to show that you like them. Well, I mean, you know, it could no. be just Learn the how boys to communicate. being hyper and insane and dirty and whatever. Yes, dirty, why boys still... gotta be dirty? I don't know, because I feel like there's this stereotype. They're always, but I'll tell you, they want to play dirt. Our kids, are dainty. Our kids, oh, are, our dainty. kids are dainty. <laughs> I was going to say, there's like this science show we were watching yesterday with the hammer, and they're like, they got to like paint all over themselves. And I'm like, doesn't that look funny? He's like, no. Ew. Boys <laughs> won't be boys in that case. Hard pass. <laughs> I will say one thing, another thing I don't like that's up that alley, not advice exactly, but being like, um, oh, he's all boy. Oh, what gross. the fuck is all yeah. boy? I mean, boys are all different. Girls are all different. I think it That's means he slept thing with that a lot of girls. Is so outdated, and again, you hear from macho like the older bullshit generation, and I, I do. Maybe not he like should be it. less boy because if he's all boy, he's probably an asshole. No offense, I'm all fucking boy. I'm all man. It sounded really bad calling myself all boy. I'm fucking 44 years old. Anyway, so sleep. Also not, not all man. Is that a controversial statement? I'm 100% man, okay? Okay? Look it up. I did 23 and me. It said Iberian Peninsula, all man. All right. So we got a lot of sleep stuff. People get a lot of sleep advice, especially because people will come up to you like if you're like trying to, if you're walking the kid in the crit and the, what is it? A stroller yeah, or you're in the true. park or the baby's crying That's or whatever. People love to give you advice on how to like help to get your baby asleep. If you post like an Instagram thing and you say that you cry it out, people will come down on you right. real hard. Well, how about this? Let's go through some real quick. 
We'll both right. comment on it. Cowabunga underscore mom says that she heard, keep your toddler up late and they will sleep in. She calls it the biggest lie told to any parent on earth. It is 100% bullshit. We could keep our kid up for 48 straight hours. He would still get up too early the next day. He would go to sleep for two and still get up at 5 a.m. No. Like, they never sleep Especially later. the oldest kid. There's no fucking chance. My kid, has, kid gets up at 6 a.m. There's a the timer. Dock. Like this. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter how late he stays up. And you up. know what, though, too? I remember when I had the first kid, and I'm here in Brooklyn, and I'm doing all the, like, floofy shit you do um, in this new agey, like, I went to some sleep training course, yeah, you, don't you know, use the word whatever. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Should have used the word no on the sleep training course. But um, sleep begets sleep. Yes. Which I love this in theory. Yeah. You can't just fucking create sleep out of thin air, first of all. You don't just grab well, it from the fucking clouds or whatever. Even to my 10-year-old, I'll say this because he'll be like, I can't fall asleep. But I'll be like, but sleep, sleep begets sleep. sleep. And then I'll lay in bed till 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. staring at the fucking ceiling. <laughs> it doesn't work for mom brain, unfortunately. <laughs> it doesn't work for me, kid. But I they said know. that like if you put the kid to bed early, they'll 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 sleep later. None of it works. They're never sleeping later. They're just not. They're gonna do whatever it takes to ruin your sleep and to make sure that you're awake as early as possible, whether they stayed up late the night before or whether they've been matter. sleeping for three days straight. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. They're still going to ruin it. Okay, this next one's real weird. Kim Carlson, K-I-M-M -M Carlson with a K, says, just stroke her between her eyebrows, then she'll fall asleep. Works every time. So between, like right in here, what if she has a unibrow like Anthony Davis and there's nowhere to stroke? You know who that is? Of course not. So you see these videos sometimes where like, take your glasses off because you're really going to like this. Where, where they show like a person with a toddler or with a baby and they're going like this to the baby's face and they do it a few times. I'm not like, going to like this. <laughs> and the baby eventually falls asleep after like 30 seconds. Have you ever tried it on your own kid? Never works. I oh believe it works for some people. What, did it work for you? With the hammer doing like his head? A it million percent. Well, let's go do that right now. He's being really annoyed. Like, even now, it calms him. Like, if he's really upset, it'll soothe him. How have him. you never told me this? I don't know. It only works for me. Oh, please. <laughs> I'll let you try it. Um, Aline Guerry says her Scottish mother-in-law told her to dip dip the pacifier in whiskey to put the baby to sleep. Dude, you put... What? <laughs> That's how I go to sleep every night. I have a little bit... It's not on a pacifier, though. Just... Straight from the bottle helps put me to sleep, no problem. Deliberated Diva says, so this is this is not about sleep, but it it goes together. So she said she heard her dad or no, her, she's heard that she should you should rub whiskey on your baby's gums to help soothe the teething. I don't think that's bad advice. It's not going to get the baby drunk. Yeah, I my mean, dad used to tell me this when I had a, like a toothache to take a shot of whiskey or something. I'm like, no problem. As a kid, <laughs> I'll do that right now. No, not as a kid. Oh. No, as an adult, it helps okay. with the it helps with the gums and the teeth. I don't know. We'll have to ask Doctor Rosencrantz. But deliberate diva says that she doesn't like that advice. I think it sounds like <laughs> a lot pretty of good free advice Rosencrantz to me. <laughs> tonight. Magda Yang says that she was told to throw away the pacifier the minute the baby turns twelve months old. She's like, seriously? So this is the problem with this kind of advice. These people don't know your kid. No. Or even if it's your mother-in-law, she doesn't Mike, live Mike. with you. You don't know my. Kid. You don't know my kid. You, you obviously <laughs> don't know my kid. People love best in show references. Um, so we, Hammer was very attached to his pacifier. Yes. Detective Bunch couldn't care less, but Hammer was attached to his pacifier. We were really nervous about getting rid of it. You know, I remember somebody commented and I posted a photo once and he was like three. Like, why is he still using a pacifier? Because fuck you, that's why. It's yeah, not your no. kid. More than one person I think has done that. Like, he's happy. He's walking around. 
Why is he still using yeah, a pacifier? Because it's fucking up his teeth. And we don't want him to use a pacifier. They're expensive, and he loses them. We used to every time we like took him in the stroller, he'd be throwing those things out on the sidewalk what left are you and right. Talking about what do you mean? I'm talking about pacifiers. Yeah, Screwing sure, the, but throwing them out left and right. No, it's bad for the teeth. Okay, I understand your point. I was saying how someone was like giving a shit that like, hey, the kid seems happy and stuff, and he still has yeah, the pacifier. Why is he still why using he it? Still using it. And my point being like, oh, yes. Right, you're right. I reversed right. it. No, you I totally reversed it. I flipped it and reversed it. it. I'm you not very bright. You don't even know your point. You know what? I'm just babbling here. It's just, get it together. It's the 105th episode. People know that I babble most of the time, okay? okay. You're right. You know, pick a lane. We decided we wanted to get rid of the pacifier and that guy can go shove it. And then the guy actually wrote me back and apologized. He's like, I didn't mean anything by it. Too late. I put you on blast. I feel I'm, like you're talking about something else entirely. No, the no guy who got about. mad at me that our kid was still using a pacifier when he was too old. So he was dancing to We Are The World. You remember that video? We are the world. Sure. You don't have any idea what I'm talking about. I Neither just does anybody else. that there was a comment and you were like, yeah, why do you think he's fucking happy? He has the pacifier. Yeah. Like, that being the point. That's the guy? That's well, this the is the eternal apologize. struggle of parenting. It's do you keep your kid happy or do you, do you do what's best for you in the moment, which is to keep your kid happy so he's not screaming and crying? Or do you do what's best for the kid in the long run, which often is bad for you in the moment? Um, and it involves, you know refusing to buy them that thing they want because they misbehaved and not spoiling them and doing this kind of stuff. And if you take the shortcut to make the kid happy so they're not yelling and you feel better about yourself in the moment and you can have a relaxing night, kid's going to end up like Donald Trump. That's the point. Okay, enough <laughs> with that. So, so, I mean, I think that, yes. But my point is that nobody knows your kid the way that you know your kid. Nobody knows your reasons for doing whatever, whether the kid should still have a pacifier or not. And it's really obnoxious when somebody weighs in. Obviously, when you're on Instagram and you're putting the stuff out there, it's to be expected. I don't get mad at it. I like to actually bounce it back off these people and then post it and then people get mad at me for giving the trolls the limelight. You know what? I'm just having a good time. It's my channel, not yours. Mano Hamdast. Mano Hamdast said the bad advice she got was let the baby cry itself to sleep. Now look. Uh-oh. Crying it out is very uh -oh. controversial. The sleep training is very controversial. This is one of the things when I had my when my blog was was thriving back in the day when Detective Munch was a kid. This was one of my most controversial posts where I said crying it out worked for us and it did. And it wasn't about torturing the kid. It was about letting the kid learn how to self-soothe self-soothe without you coming in there every 2 seconds to make sure he was okay. It doesn't mean the kid cries for 12 hours straight. And, you know, thinks his parents have abandoned him or anything like that. There's all these horror stories horror stories about what cry it out is. The fact of the matter is, you know your kid. You know what works and what doesn't. Yeah, look, if you're abusing your kid, you know, there's not that much I can say to you at this point. I yeah. would Don't do that. I don't think it's going to really register. But... Well, there was a couple things I would say with Detective Munch and also an addendum to the entire uh, blog you wrote at the time. One, with Munch, he already was pretty good sleeper. Like, mm -hmm. friends would come over and we'd be Me like, all right, me. this yeah. is the bedtime routine. And five minutes later, we're back and we're like, want a beer? And they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, it takes what us, like, we have to read eight books and yeah. cuddle with them. And... and he was already sleeping, you know, a decent amount. And so we were just trying to get him to that, like, however many hours. And time, it took, yeah. like one and a half nights of crying and it worked wonderfully and he like never looked back like it it yeah. really did like he was and then he was just yeah, like was a great. great sleeper it was amazing not so much with the addendum hammer. <laughs> the hammer 
had colic, and this goes back to knowing your baby, we could not have cried out with the hammer. He would scream bloody murder as no, if he stop, was in yeah. pain. Mm -hmm. He was literally strapped to me for the first three months of his life. Um, not that that's like, you don't do cry it out usually that early anyway, like that's later than that. But um, still, even then, there was no crying it out. I don't even know if we maybe halfway attempted it. Doesn't matter. Wasn't gonna fucking I'm happen. Everyone blind. fucking knows it. <laughs> like, yeah. He was not going to do it. It was not going to be a good time for anyone. It was You were not going to accomplish your goals. And All so we just didn't sleep for a couple of years. Advice depends on the kid, depends on the parent, depends on the circumstances. There are a lot of kids that do like whiskey, okay, is my point. So a bunch of people said some food, some food advice they'd gotten. So I'd never heard this one. T.P. Peppy said they were told to feed your kid everything as a baby yeah. so they don't become a picky eater. She's like, that didn't work. Yeah. No, my, like the pediatrician says that and like, give him a little of everything, like every meal and da da da. But Detective Munch like used to eat everything. When he was little, he oh, ate a lot more and he didn't become no. picky until later. No, you're wrong. I feel like you're just babbling again and you don't even know <laughs> whose children you have. Maybe Detective it's my other family. Munch is still to this day a pretty good he's eater. Pretty good, he's not sure. picky. No, he's had some picky moments. Maybe some, but he's He doesn't like pizza. Well, he's just tired of pizza because we have pizza we once or twice a week. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good pizza. you know we what? Live in New York. What are you going to do? Buy it. Yeah. Um, you know, don't eat. What do I care, kid? <laughs> Stand by pizza. Um, if you want to go get some vegetables, go elsewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. Not in this house. We don't use <laughs> vegetables in this house. Like some houses don't use the word no. We don't use vegetables. Deal with it. Um, but the hammer, meanwhile, we have not exposed him to a ton of food. We have tried to expose him to more but he will not eat a fucking thing yeah. that is not chicken nugget or little bites mini muffins we just with meals of convenience for us and for him we got yeah. sick of the fight yeah he's not starving that's he's all that matters fine. he's not he's not obese he's not starving he's fine another blogging mother another loyal listener thank you says uh my in-laws told me not to give the kids any snacks meals only she's like do you know how demonic a hunger child gets we do because the, our 10-year-old gets hangry to the extreme um, and doesn't even realize it, even though we tell him literally like every other day. Um, some Do you kids know only how get snacks. Dad and Barry gets when he doesn't get snacks? What are you talking Dad about? Dad I just love a good snack. Just, Chips. He hides all the snacks I don't hide anything. The They're all in the cabinet. Oh, oh. You hide snacks. This is some bullshit. <laughs> we don't even have any hot fries in this house that you know of. Ms. Lee C. Ew. Ms. Lee C. says somebody told her to schedule meals for the week. How come you don't do that? Uh, meal planning is a very big thing. She said, unless Sometimes I'm planning mac and cheese every night, this is total BS. So yeah, it's easy if it's just the same thing. Which we we we. This do. is not what meal planning. We schedule is, by breakfast. The way. I'm sorry, Ms. Lee C. This is not what meal planning. We is. schedule breakfast every week. By which by which I mean we put little bites, mini muffin packets on the counter for the kids <laughs> to grab. Every morning so they don't have to wake us we up. We feed them second breakfast. It's not just mini muffins. But, um, no, people like legit meal plan and, like, they'll even take all... This is a thing that people do a lot, like, real mm, people no do. No people I care to Spend know. Spend all, like, day Sunday cooking their meals for the In week. In advance, yeah. I Thanks. would rather die. Mm-hmm. That is giving up half of my already short weekend to cook fucking food for these ungrateful children. Fuck that. Wow. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I'm just saying, who doesn't like pizza besides our children? 
<laughs> Moving to the discipline category. Meme Waleski says, someone said, don't yell at your kids. It wasn't me who said that. Newsflash. I'm a big proponent of the yell. You no, can't. Have, you, look, no, I believe this. I think this advice. I think this is good advice. Everyone it's does. just impractical. It's just not something you can Fair. survive. Even she says, sorry, it's a rite of passage, right? Yellowbug319 says, someone said, you just have to be more stubborn than your child. <laughs> Challenge accepted. So the, hold on. There's another one here that reminded me of that. Uh, Rhiannon. You just, no, no, no. Hold on. You just have to be more stubborn than your child is basically Darren Barry's entire approach <laughs> to parenting, especially with, no, even, not even just Detective Munch, even with like the hammer now, you're just like trying to like wait him out. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't want your hugs right now. You know what? Forget yeah, it. Yeah, you heard my I feelings. I want hugs and... before? No. You take your hugs. You shove them up your ass. Well, hold on. So Rhiannon, Ann, <laughs> shove them up your ass. Rhiannon <laughs> Ann says, match their level was the advice she got. She's like, what the fuck? Like lay down and scream about goldfish touching my cheese stick. So <laughs> obviously it's not easy to get into a toddler's or a child's headspace and react the same way. But... Um, I do tried. think it's, <laughs> I do think it's very funny sometimes if a kid is whining, it's actually mean and humiliating and cruel, but it's also can be very funny. If a child is like whining at you and you get down and you whine right back at them to let them know how it sounds, maybe effective once to be like, Hey, this is what you're, this is what it's like right now. And then it just becomes child abuse, but still no, no, entertaining. No. I've done this to Munch somewhat recently when he makes yeah. his whiny voice cause he's 10. Yeah. And he does his whiny voice. Cut the and shit. He'll be like, what? I just... I just asked for a second. I'm like, what? It's asked for a snack. Yeah. And then I'll be That's like. That's how you sound. And then he's just like, oh my God, don't talk like that. It's like nails on a chalkboard. I'm like, no yeah. fucking shit, kid. When you start Everyone recording Everyone knows that it's nails on a chalkboard. That's he's why like, we hate it. He's like, I can't. I hate. I hate how I feel when you sound like that. I'm like, oh, Dude, you think so? Yeah, honestly. You're almost, you're so close to getting it. <laughs> so a couple of people, the controversial, so this is under the discipline subhead. A controversial topic is, is corporal punishment, whether you should spank your kid. Mystique1369 said that she was told, don't spank your kids. So apparently she thinks that's bad advice. Jamie Lou 303 says she heard spanking is the way to discipline. She thinks that's bad advice. So again, people have different different ideas on this one. I think science has, pretty, has shown pretty conclusively that spanking is not effective and is actually um, counterproductive scarring. And, and scarring and bad. I feel like for me, I think I was spanked like once or twice when I was a kid. I don't even remember the spanking, but having the fear of it could be effective, but I don't know that it's worth it. We've never spanked. We're not, we don't do that just because it just, it's demeaning to, to you and the child. It My just feels gross to do spank it. at all. I remember, I remember though, like, um, this is so weird and so specific and so like freaking parenting in the eighties. Right. But there was, um, a form sent home from my elementary school mm -hmm. where you had to give permission if where the teachers could hit your kid where they were like principals like do you give permission Fuck um no to you know for spank us to your use kid, corporal punishment basically your kid. Yeah. if they do something wrong can you can we spank them no you cannot <laughs> mr principal <laughs> and my dad being sure. my very like <laughs> straightforward no 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 Hear it. Spit it out. My straightforward, like, truck driving, like, no bullshit. I like to see you fucking try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Nobody's spanking my kid but me, baby. He's just like, I don't even spank my fucking kid. You want to try? You want to go? May Moon Apalwala says that she heard, if you don't hit your kids, they will they will not learn to respect you. That strikes me as completely wrongheaded. Um, they'll be afraid of you. 
which is not what you want. Is it better to be feared or loved? Loved. That's what Machiavelli said. And then Michael Scott said, I want them to, to fear how much they love me. That's from The Office. Yes, I got, got that one. Laura Cross okay. underscore IRL See, says... See, people are going to be so excited you talked about The Office. I know they are, even though I hate it. I don't hate it. Calm down. Laura Cross underscore IRL said that she was told to let siblings work out fights by themselves. So she tried it and one ended up taking a bite out of the other. So won't be doing that no more. I'm going to back off on that one. Little Charmer 80 back again says she was told to use reusable cloth diapers. She's like, I'm good. Thanks. And I, I agree with her. Oh, God. No, thank Gross. You. Who I don't needs need... all that added yeah. stress? Like, God, there's already so much laundry. There's so much to do. And now I actually have to. Can you imagine? I can't. And I don't like, want to. Oh, my God. Guys, we have a friend. <laughs> I don't have any friends. No, we have a friend who they, they're very new agey. And their oh, thing right. was from like no diapers birth. At all. Remember, they had cloth diapers. Yeah. But from birth, anytime they saw like, was, the, like kids the kids scrunching up, getting ready to rock, to go to the bathroom, they would like run to the toilet. I shit you not, ah, and Gross. put them over it for the kid to pee or shit in it. And this is some Just sort of like over it. way to potty train from <sighs> like birth. Apparently, it's a thing. If anyone's heard of it, please tell don't, us. No, don't. Because I've never heard of anyone else doing this. I think their kid. They, their kid is like the same as our kid and they just still s went to the bathroom at the same time. I don't know why. Or... That's my whole thing with potty training is your kid's not going to end up, you know, sh you know, shitting his pants when he's in college. So maybe chill. He'll be fine. Unless he is that one kid that I knew in eighth grade who shit his pants. Roman. People don't forget. People don't forget Roman. Oh, anyway, stop. Mego underscore sore. Megasore said she was told to pinch your toddler when he misbehaves so he won't understand what happened and can't retaliate. I don't even know what that means. You're just like stealthily <laughs> pinching your kid so he thinks that like the hand it's of like God came down. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just... If I do something bad, I'm going to feel pain. That's actually not a bad idea. I might start doing that. Um, all right. So a couple more things. Um, BVC32282 says, oh, this was the feed twins separately once, so they get one-on-one -on -one time with you. And she's like, when would I sleep? This is a ridiculous one. Mariah Summer said she was told, you won't ever be ready to have kids, so just have kids now. She's like, dummy, I was broken unmarried. So that was not, <laughs> not good advice. It's like going up to like a 14-year-old, like, yeah, look, you're never going to be ready, so just do it. Just throw caution to the wind and have your kids now. We did a whole episode on whether it's whether it's better to be a young parent and get the parenting over with or whether it be an older parent so you can live your life. Guess what? Neither side wins. They both win, they both lose, just like everything else. All right, let's run through some random stuff. There's some really random stuff. So um, Bentini80 says, between my quirky 90-year-old neighbor and my mother-in-law, I've gotten a lot of terrible advice. Listen to this shit. Tape a coin to your newborn's belly button for the first two weeks to avoid an Audi belly button. That does not sound scientifically sound. And who cares if they have an Audi belly button? Is that like a no, thing to, to fear? Really what does concerned. that mean? Number two, if you're wondering if they are crabby from teething but can't tell, take a spoon and tap their gums. If you hear a clink, that's their teeth coming through. Yeah, because that won't make them cry. Hey, <laughs> hey, smash their face with it. Number three, wrap that baby up in a blanket or give him a hat or he'll catch a cold. Thanks so much. It's fucking July. <laughs> it's 95 out. I'm sweating. He's sweating. I'm not going to wrap him in a blanket. He's not catching a cold in July. Okay, so we, I, I know people that- You do um, that? That are just really, really, really like really worried about viruses. the weather. Like mm -hmm. just really like Natalie Merchant. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like 
see, here's the thing, like, that I remember a pediatrician telling me, which is, like, however you feel, that's how the baby feels. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? And I've seen, and I've vacationed with friends and stuff, and they're like, oh, my God. Like, we'll be at the beach, and sure, it's summer and stuff, but we're under, like, a shade. Like, everything's fine. Like, people are comfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, my God, get the baby inside. Get the baby yeah, in the yeah, AC. Yeah. Get it. You know, it's just like... Right. Baby's fucking fine, man. Yeah, it's not just like a drawing in all the heat. If you're hot, they're hot. But if you're not melting, baby will be and, okay. And if they're a little warm, they're also going to live? Yeah, exactly. And they need to be ready for the post-apocalyptic post times. Climate change is ravaging this, this earth. She also says, somebody said, give him a little bit of Coca-Cola in his bottle for hiccups when he was four months old. Okay. Mm, probably don't want to do that. Although, you ever have Coke syrup? You should be able to get Coke syrup, which is just like the syrup from, I don't yes. even know if it was actual syrup from Coke or it was just a euphemism, but when you have an upset stomach, oh God, I fucking love that shit. Essen, yeah. um, I never know how to pronounce her name. Essen Go Azul, <laughs> sounds like something from Ghostbusters, said that someone told her to put pee, yes, urine, in the girl's ears when they had ear infections. She told me to put pee in their ears daily until the pain stopped. That doesn't sound like it would work. Again, not scientific. And we're going to wrap it up on this. So the 412's best said, am I the only one who ignores parenting advice? And no, you're not. I hate parenting advice. I don't listen to it. You don't know my kid. You don't know my life. Just because I have a parenting advice column in a local magazine and I've had multiple parenting advice columns on my blog doesn't mean I know what I'm talking about. My whole thing is nobody knows what they're talking about. Nobody knows their kids the way that you know your own kids, right? So... Do what you're going to do. Don't break any laws. Don't break any bones. You know, we didn't... Do what works. Absolutely. 100%. I have a thing, though. Like, so you... I don't think, like, either one of us said something about, like, bad parenting advice we've gotten. Can you think of bad parenting no, advice? No, I can't remember. I blocked like, all that stuff out. The Just the child-free stuff. Well, it's because when someone's like, hey, do you know what? And it sounds like they're going to give you advice. I you just away. go. Yeah, yeah. You just shut I down. I put my ear pods in. No, you just shut down like you did during that segment earlier where you just are like, I'm sorry. I haven't heard anything you said here. <laughs> I don't remember what, even what you're talking about. And I'm offended at the implication. Precisely. I'm a very attentive parent and husband. Well done. Thanks. So that was our worst parenting advice episode. We will be back soon probably with pete next time i think but mom and beard will be back soon oh i'm gonna be on a um a podcast next week when i have the details i'll let you guys know i'm guesting on one tova lee i believe is her name i'll let you guys know if you listen to her please let me know um you can get this wherever you get your podcast wherever you're listening to it right now please subscribe and like give us some ratings and reviews check Absolutely. us out on youtube you can see my new hat thank you chowda heads check out their website Anything you want to plug? Your Instagram? Sure. Follow me at Mom and Buried if you're not already. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks.